Hi, how's everybody today? Um, so we finished up at the hospital for today. And once again, I'm not capable of leaving the hospital without stitches or a needle of some sort. It seems every time I'm there, that's what ends up happening. So I went to dermatology and I had Dr. Chow again and she's a great dermatologist pretty straightforward good bedside manner easy to get along with and um, her resident today was very very by the book and uh, once again the, the nurse was fantastic so I'm going to talk about that visit today is what we're going to do but first off I want to thank my donor for giving me this great heart and all this extra time that I've had kicking around on this great earth learning all these great things and meeting all these great people shoot for the vitals send a special shout out to them for all the awesome work they do and and all the people that they help out there's uh not a lot of genuine organizations out there that are just actually trying to help people out like shoot for the vitals so good for you guys uh, i haven't heard anything about nevin today but hopefully everything's going good with him and I think Kathy's still at home fighting her her battles. I haven't actually had a chance to talk to Kathy herself. I've talked to Scott a couple days, but let's hope that uh, everything's going well with them. And I'd like to thank the Olive Garden for a great supper tonight. Um, of course, they're not a sponsor or nothing, but you know what? I had a really good supper, good bowl of soup. And, and uh, I just find that they make a really good chicken parmesan. I don't know why that is. So tonight I had a small Parmesan, a small little lasagna there, and it was, yeah, it was pretty tasty. So, and I went on Instagram today, and I hammered off a whole bunch of new pages. And I found... Uh, what I was doing was I was sitting in the, um, I was sitting in the, uh, the waiting room, and I'm gonna get a little hollow for a sec because I'm gonna go grab my phone so I can tell you guys this. So I was early getting to the waiting room, and it's one of the few waiting rooms I've ever been in where they actually stop for lunch. So, which was fine. I was able to have my, you know, sit down and relax for a bit. And I ran across some new people on here. And there's one here. It is, um, what's it called here? Knows Your Heart blogs the guy's name is neil fox he's a blogger and i posted it up um on my journey to transplant my journey to heart transplant on facebook and i've i've posted a picture of him on there i will try to remember to leave his blog here in the notes but he seems to be working with heart transplant patience and fitness so I've kind of been looking for 
for someone like this, there's some information I want to find out and probably some information I want to share with him. He's got some stuff on nutrition and um, he's prepped a couple people to go and play soccer for the Irish transplant team. He's an Irishman, so it can't be that bad. Um, no, unless you don't like Irishmen, I guess he could be bad. But anyway, so I kind of found that was an interesting interesting little blog. It looks like a young fella. Uh, I don't know if he's actually had a heart transplant, but he's interested in it for whatever reason. Not that it's not an interesting topic. Um, yeah, it looks like he's just uh, just a fitness guy. So, and he's followed by a few heart transplants by the looks of it. So yeah. So he sent me a nice little message today, and of course I liked him and put him up on my page. It's my Journey to Heart Transplant on Facebook, and my Instagram is, um, I have two of them. The one is new underscore heart 14, and you'll see a picture of my ugly mug on there with a Band-Aid on. Today I went in and got there's also a, a picture of the before of kind of did take their biopsy today and in order for me to get it worked out that it's going to be a surgery um, there's a specialist at the hospital that's going to cut the rest of it out and I'm assuming that they'll they'll dig in there they'll try and get the roots and they will um Try and cauterize it down deep to keep it from coming back is kind of what she said. But I know that if they have to do it again, Lee said, uh, not the doctor, but the nurse or the receptionist, I don't know, somebody said that the next time they'll go in and they'll cut it out. And they put a little burn on my lip and a little burn on the back of my ear to see if they could get rid of that. She didn't think that either one of those were cancer, though. So that'd be cool if they're just like some sort of, you know, transplant growth, you know, like we don't have enough of those. Then that works for me. And then uh, we'll get the surgery and get the, the main one cut out. Listen, I wanted to to mention here that um, I was listening to the Meat Eater podcast. And uh, I don't know, for those people out there that don't like hunting or, or vegetarians or whatever, it's probably not going to interest you too much but for those other people that like to listen to a good you know feel good story that meat eater podcast had a young fellow that um was a turkey caller and he's in a wheelchair and he still hunts in a wheelchair and he sounded like a real cool dude and that's uh the meat eater podcast episode 210 josh carney is his name I'm gonna look him up on Instagram right now actually and see if this guy is on the old Instagram let's see so anyway what I enjoyed about this young fellow's podcast is the fact that or when he was on the podcast was the fact that he, um, his outlook and the fact that he was very positive 
but not to a point where, you know, overwhelming positive. It's like when you when you're looking at um, I don't know I can't find this guy you know I'm not going to concentrate on that right now you know when you're looking at going in and you got to go into the hospital to get all your checks done you know there's there's always there's going to be at some point here where you know we're going to get news that we don't want to get call it bad news or alternate news or whatever it is you want to call it but at some point you're going to get some information that maybe is not beneficial let's just we'll just keep it at the the hospital aspect and maybe it's your son or daughter that's going to you know that they got to give the news through you maybe you have a baby or whatever and but this young fellow the one thing that i liked about what he had to say is at some point we get bad news at some point something happens that we don't like at some point you've got to you know dodge a few punches you got to work with things uh for instance i come walking into the lobby and there's a guy downstairs yelling at the security guard and i'm having a sneaking suspicion it's because his truck got a ticket parked in the hotel lot and of course there's a great big sign right behind his truck that says you know maximum two hour parking and then he started threatening uh the security guard and although he was heavier and taller than the security guard the security guard looked like he was in pretty good shape and it also looked like by the way the security guard was talking to this gentleman escorting him out of the building and the distance and everything that he may have been trained or he may you know kind of know what he's doing and, and this guy's yelling at this guy and he's flipping out and he's threatening him and everything else over speeding or over a parking ticket i think you know if that guy happens to expire on the way home for instance i mean what a way to leave the earth right and i think that's what this josh fella had to say i think it was two weeks he was in the hospital for three months after two weeks of being out of the hospital he started hunting again now i'm an avid hunter i like to know where my food comes from um i love being in the bush and all that sort of stuff so uh, his story kind of rings true because that was one of the first things I did when I when I got out of the hospital was I got back out there and 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 really started taking off getting my my hunting going getting my hiking going getting my um, my body back in shape to be able to spend that time outdoors camping and hiking and and all those sorts of things I, I love doing all that sitting out in the middle of nowhere underneath the stars and you know when when we go in and we realize that at some point here somebody's going to tell us something i think today is another one of those reminders you know where they could have looked at that and said oh that's yeah that's not good you know and they taking our little scab and then all of a sudden not too much later somebody gives you a phone call yeah we need you to get in here right away and then you got to do a few things and then maybe on your on your way down the hill but the the, the more important thing about that though is 
like this young fella said. And I mean, anybody can get hit by a truck tomorrow. I mean, that's a common saying. But I wonder when was the last time that somebody actually paid attention to that saying? When was the last time that somebody thought about, you know, let's say before they were leaving in the house, leaving the house in the morning or, or you know, whatever, going away for the weekend or whatever, or, um, you know, pissed off because somebody cut them off in tra- traffic and they're talking to their wife and then they, you know, they snap at their wife or something like that and then they never get the chance. I get it that we're human. And I get it that we all make mistakes. I understand all that because I, I make I make more mistakes than anybody every day. But I think it's really important that we remember, we, we continue to realize how valuable our time is here. It's, a, it's only a one-way ticket, really. You know, I would say there's death and taxes, but sometimes, you know, especially nowadays with how smart these doctors are and everything else, Sometimes death is all isn't always an absolute certain. And the doctor child today, she didn't show any concern whatsoever with what was going on. And of course, why be concerned about it until you get the results back? And once you get the biopsy back, um, the resident checked all my lymph nodes. There's no bumps. There's nothing she was concerned about. So, you know, you you're carrying on, and. I think the one thing that I'm just, you know, I want to make sure about is that I'm in a position that I do my best not to leave on a negative note, not to leave that on somebody's head and not to take that with me when I when I move on. And I think that's pretty important. It's just like that guy downstairs yelling at that security guard. And that security guard didn't give him the ticket. And sure, he's pissed off. He got a, you know, I don't know, 60 or $100 ticket, whatever it is. And, you know, there's better ways to spend a $100 But I'm really not sure that making a big scene like that and uh, threatening somebody and everything else is, is exactly the best way to do it. You know, and you put that into what I consider to be a more serious note. Sorry, I'm not trying to judge anybody or 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 you know the seriousness of getting a ticket or anything like that but uh, (laughs) fortunately it's on the low low end of the scale of concern for me and i think that's when it's important where you know when you go in and you have your tests and you come out of there and your tests are all good and it's a win take that win you know feel good about it you've earned it it's just like i talked about this morning about scars you know, you, you know, before I left the hospital, I put all my sunblock on. And, you know, even the resident says, well, yeah, sure, you have it in your bag, but do you pair it on? Yeah, I do a lot more now. I mean, it's like everybody else. I, I didn't necessarily at first. I'm going to talk to my team tomorrow about maybe cutting back the prednisone a bit. But uh, they may or may not be interested in that. I don't know. And, of course, it's, I don't know. Is it worth coming back for all the biopsies, right? Because as soon as you do a, a change like that, you know, you kind of got to be careful what's going on with the... And my system seems to be pretty happy, so maybe it's just something that's better left the way it is. But they'll advise me. I mean, they're they're a good group. They're not going to lead me astray. And... Oh, I went and, had, uh, went and had my x-ray done. So that took all five minutes. 
I couldn't get the ECG, but I'm not sure why I needed the ECG. Didn't have any real paperwork on the ECG. I had an ECG form, but that was about it. And I just had a stress echo cardio game yesterday. So, I mean, does that not cover the ECG? I don't know. It says get the printout, but I don't know. I'll have to clarify that. I can always have, I can always have them when I'm sitting in the room waiting. There's usually an ECG person around, or I can, I can do one myself and <laughs> give them some whacked out results. So, um, I think all in all today, it went very well. It uh, ended up where I wanted it to end up. I didn't get any really bad news, and they're just going to look at it. The resident, like I said, she, she checked all my lymph nodes and stuff, and she didn't feel anything in there that was bad. That's a real good sign for me. It sounded like my stress echo yesterday went really well. Uh, I had a good leg workout this morning. I feel good about that. Um, now, tomorrow I just got to go see my team, and it's, you know, it's one of those visits where it's, you know, have you noticed anything? Do you think anything? Is there anything wrong? No? Okay, well, here's what we found out. Good to go. Have a nice day. I hope it's that routine. And um, I'm, you know, hoping that uh, that's the way it ends up. And if I know there's a lot of other people going to clinic, especially down in Toronto. Uh, today and tomorrow, I think, is clinic down in Toronto. And I hope that uh, everybody there is getting good news and, and everybody's moving forward and everybody's feeling good. All right. Mentioned something else too. I had an interesting conversation yesterday. I meant to bring it up on yesterday's podcast, but as you can tell, yesterday I was pretty tired. By the time I got back, I, I, I'd had a nap, but that stress echocardiogram wore me right out, which is no big deal, but it just it just wore me out. So one of the uh, the ladies who check check us in had mentioned that. At some point, her daughter was going to need a, a heart and a lung transplant. And that she's 27 now, and they said that she was going to need it when she was 13 or 14. Uh, the last time that I spoke with this woman was about six or seven months ago. She's very, very concerned and very, very worried for her daughter. I understand that. We get that. Nobody wants to to have to have that transplant. Of course, you want to meet, you know, keep your own organs and and uh, you know, stay safe, stay healthy, and not have to take a whole bunch of anti-rejection pills and everything like that. But um, I think the one thing that, and I I got caught up on this all the time, and sometimes I still catch myself a bit. Um, I learned my lesson, but. But I, you know, I still, I still keep it in mind. Was, you know, she had said, well, they're only good for three or four years a lung transplant. I said, no, I don't think so. There's lots of people that have had lung transplants that have lasted longer than that. You know, we, we, th- there's a couple stories out there about, you know, heart transplant, kidney transplant, any transplant you have is a, is a risk. You know, there's no guarantees coming out of the operation, and. I think that as a caregiver or somebody who's tightly involved or even as a transplant patient, 
you, you might only get even with LVAD. You know, let's say your 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 destination LVAD, and you're you know you're only going to get. I talked to a fellow that was only going to. He said if he could get ten years, he'd be, it'd be great. But he said even if only got two or three more years, he was happy with that. Or any time, he was happy with it. And I talked to another fellow, and, and he was the same. And I think that's really important. When we're gonna, when we're gonna gauge life, we're gonna gauge our distance and our time. That whole distance and time changes a lot when you run out, and then somebody gives you a, an extra shot at it. Yeah, I know that we want to stand. I know that we want to, you know, be with our loved ones and everything like that. But at least we got that extra time. Uh, same as today yeah you know what uh, I got checked and they didn't come up with anything that they were too particular about today so all things considered that sounds like really really good news I'm gonna take it they didn't keep me there they didn't find any you know lumpy lymph nodes or anything like that so so be it we're good to go and I, I think that's really important don't don't gauge on the short time. I catch myself doing it. And when I catch myself doing it now, I, I really, really, really try and make sure that I'm not doing it. But, you know, every time you walk into a hospital, uh, for me, I find that I'm reminded of, of a lot of things. When I was in the waiting room yesterday, there was a fellow that had uh, triple bypass. And there was another woman there. She was young. Um... 30s or 40s her husband had had a, a pretty solid heart attack and they were just coming out the back end of the heart attack and you could see you could see the fear in her eyes because she had no idea what was going on what was happening and yeah you know I always feel a little bit for those for those family members because all of a sudden you know you you know you spend a lot of time like i know if somebody told me tomorrow hey listen you know your wife's really really sick or this that or whatever else man i i'd be really bummed out you know and and really worried and really really concerned you know and and uh you know so i think that when you know, when we come out of the hospital, when I come out of the hospital, when I come out of these checkups, that's one of the things that, that really helps me put, put me back in perspective again and puts me back on on gear. Is, uh, yeah, don't forget, eh? You've already gotten this this extra time. You've gotten the ability to be here for longer and enjoy it. And today was a real good indicator of that. That's, you know, I mean, sure, you're going to be a little worried going in because you don't want to find out... Oh, I gotta start chemo and you know but if I have to or if anybody else does you know they do or stem cell or or whatever it is then then off they go they're after it they're gonna do it and they're they're gonna they're gonna do their best to maintain their their uh, their positivity of life and and the length of their life you know and that's what this transplant's doing you know it's, it's extending our life and it's it's the battles that we come up with in between where we can either extend it, we can make our life more enjoyable or we can let it get the better of us 
um, we can let it affect us. We can let it um, bring us down. Uh, sometimes it's bring our family members down. Um, I've been really lucky. I've never really experienced that. But I have been in uh, recovery with other transplant patients where they had family members that were really, really set in the mood in the room, you know. I think it's the same with this coronavirus. And, you know, I, I get it. Be concerned. I get it that, you know, it's it's worrisome. But, man, every time we leave the front door, there's something. And, you know, you, you go... You walk down the street, you go to the park, you go to the mall, you go to the, the shopping store, you go to the restaurant, um, any of those things. There's always somebody there who's sick. There's always there's always germs on the door. There's always germs on the cart. And, you know, maybe you didn't cook something completely and all this other stuff. Like, in some cases, it, it's a... It's a ticking time bomb out there. And don't let coronavirus or, or anything else shut you down. You know, sure, put, put your mask on if you feel better about it. But again, like, like I had to go into this doctor's appointment today. I wasn't going to sit at home. Oh, what if one person I run into in there has a coronavirus? Just like any other day. You keep your distance from everybody. You take your hand wipe with you. You wipe your hands constantly. Don't shake hands with anybody. Don't get close to anybody. The elevator's full. Don't go in it. Better yet, take the stairs anyway. You know, it's not like we can't use the exercise. It's not like it's not good for our hearts. And yeah, sure, there's a railing, but you got hand sanitizer on you. When you get to the top of the railing, use your hand sanitizer. You know, walk out the door, use your hand sanitizer, go to your next appointment. So I think there's, you know, go to, go to public events where there isn't anybody. You know, I, I never run into anybody out in the bush. You know, or you're walking down the path in the morning. Um, or, you know, get your significant other, or, you know, drive yourself. Go to a spot where, you know, you can be in an open park and you can go out and do some exercise in the middle of a field somewhere. Or go for a hike somewhere or, you know, walk around the mall. And um, just stay away from everybody. Um I don't know. I just don't know that we should hold up. I mean, if it all of a sudden it's everywhere around you, then yeah, stay in your house. I get it. I'd do the same thing. There's no point taking any undue risks. But I'm not going to shut my life down beforehand. You know, there's people with flu and and uh, heaven knows what else out there. And uh, you know, I don't even know. Like they've, I think they've had items with like whooping cough or or. Uh, smallpox or something you know stuff that was extinct a long time ago and then we ran into this you know anti-vax thing or whatever and i'm not getting into that uh i'm a suppressed immune system person who doesn't want anything to do with anybody who could be possibly um you know pass anything on to me but they were pretty safe you know, it's just like, you know, your son or your daughter wants to go to the prom without coronavirus. Let them go to the prom. You know, yeah, they get a little cold or something or, or whatever. It's, we're not that, we're not that breakable. 
We're not that delicate. We're tough. Think about what you've been through. Look at your scars. Like I said this morning, look at your scars and see what you've been through and get out there and get it done. You know, go out there and go to that art class. Or uh, a buddy of mine, he's a transplant guy, and he, uh, heart transplant, and he's an actor. So he goes out on the road and he does plays with his buddies and all that sort of stuff in public with all these different people and everything, and he's still alive. You know, um, Dale, he's the same. So ride quads and everything. I was a second heart. Kathy, she's all over the place. I mean, she's on, you know, she's heart and kidney. She's done all kinds of stuff. And, you know, she's she's not as healthy as she wants to be. So just remember that. We're, we're tough. You didn't get through having your guts cut out and new kidney put in or, you know, your lungs changed out, your heart changed out, or pancreas, because you're a, because you're a wuss. You're a champion for heaven's sake. So get out there and, and do it. Do whatever it is you want to do. Here's another one I saw today too. I think this is already happened a couple times, but they can uh, transplant a woman's uterus to another woman so that that woman can give birth. What kind of a miracle is that? I mean, if that's not a cool story, I don't know what is. Um, you know, some... Some women out there probably can't have kids that just make amazing moms. Now this gives them that opportunity to do that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, anyway, I think I'm going to call a day at that. And uh, I'll be doing a one last podcast tomorrow for this little group. we got Amanda on on Monday. And I'm going to continue on with the family series. Saturday or Sunday try and keep these podcasts a little more regular um it's a lot of information i want to talk about a lot of stuff i want to go over like i said if you want to hit me up you want to ask me any questions my journey to heart transplant on facebook new heart 2014 or new heart 14 on instagram and uh my personal instagram page it doesn't matter to me where you get a hold of me get a hold of me on my journey to heart transplant you won't find me on facebook it's just a private page just I've only got my wife and two of my kids as friends on it. So, so I just was running into too many issues with too many people thinking that they could tell me what I was allowed to post and what I wasn't allowed to post and what was right and what was wrong and this, that, and everything else. So um, so I blocked everybody off. And then I just, I just my own personal page is my personal page and uh, um, where I can talk to my fellow hunters and everything in peace. And, um, but my transplant page, it's got all the information I come up with. It's got a bunch of stuff from, um, Heather Ross, women, heart attacks, women and strokes, uh, women and transplant. It also has, uh, some feel good stories, you know, crossing the lines of, of people and, and what they think about different races and everything, you know, how, you know, uh, white heart woman's heart can go into a black man and and he can live you know very very happily uh no issues um there's another one on there i think it was a, a white woman went into uh an indian man um from india and how you know a black woman's heart can go into a white man or a, a black woman's heart can go into a um, 
a white woman, just as long as the heart, I think the heart has to be reasonably the same size. Like C.T. Fletcher, Fletcher, for instance, he got a woman's heart, and it was supposedly it was too small. And then they said it grew within a week, but I kind of feel that's a line of shit. But I think it was, um, I think it grew over time. I know mine did over time. Eh, maybe it grows in a week. I'm no expert. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But you know, there's all those, there's all those things. So that's that's all. I cover all that stuff on my page. I'm gonna cover all that stuff on my uh, on my podcast here. And um, there's a there's a buddy of mine who oh I don't know I just I'd buy bad saw him walking by this fellow was on crutches because he had uh, one of his legs amputated at the knee and um, I don't know how he's doing I lost touch with him. All my contacts got erased, and unfortunately, he was in those contacts. So I haven't been able to get a hold of him. Gabriel was his name. He was a tall guy. Um, muscular, too. Muscular black guy. And his wife his wife was a real sweetheart. And I can't remember her name either. But if you happen to know those people, let them know that, you know, I'm out here and I'd like to talk to him if uh, if if he's around. So anyway, thanks everybody. Have a great night. It's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Woo! So that puts us into the weekend. Uh, I've got uh, one. I got eight o'clock, eleven o'clock. Hopefully I can get over that eleven o'clock early, and they will spit me out of there early, and I can get my butt back home. And I want to get back to my gym and get a good workout in tomorrow to start the weekend off. And uh, other than that, you know, for those of you that are listening and for those new followers I have on Facebook and everything, uh, I appreciate it. And I hope that there's that this is helping somebody out there. And if you have any questions, you have any concerns, is there stuff you want me to talk about, then by all means, get a hold of me and I will talk about it, whatever it is. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you to my donor. Nevin, keep fighting. You and your little sister. You guys are awesome feel good story and uh i forgot that fellow's name already that i heard on the mediator podcast good for you you're, you're an inspiration i love your story um all right everybody take care have a great night we'll see you